not registered. Yeah, I was going to say it's February. <laughs> February. February is the first in the year of our Lord, 2024. Four. And this is a day glass. <laughs> what it is. Okay, go. Yeah. It's time to lift our hearts to Jesus. It's time to break some holy bread. Grab your coffee and your Bible. Listen to what the Spirit says. It's time for daybreak. Daybreak. What's up, guys? The gang's all here. Even Michael's over there, sleepy headed, over in the corner right there. I am also sleepy headed. She's also sleepy headed. Okay, it's Thursday. We like to do a messianic song on Thursday. I think this is just called "Blessed Are You," right? A little bit will be in Hebrew, but hope you like it. Oh, blessed are you. Blessed are you, O Lord, our God, whose word rings on the eagle. Blessed are you, O Lord, our God, 
Oh, hallelujah. That was good. Sarah, 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 that was just beautiful violin playing. I hope you guys could hear that. That was awesome. Huh? Nice cajon playing, too. Yes. Yeah, good. Amen, amen, amen. This is going to slide that microphone a little here. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Love you, brothers and sisters. Thank you for being here this morning. It's February the 1st, and we are in Proverbs chapter 30. You know, I was thinking as we were singing that song, by wisdom, O Lord, heaven's gates open up. Uh, the creation of God, it, it's such an amazing thing that sometimes people uh, <laughs> think that all of this creation is just an accident, right? Isn't it kind of crazy? Do you ever just think it's crazy? It's like, man, I think the earth is spinning at a thousand miles an hour. I think it's going around the sun at what 65 75,000 miles an hour if we we're a little closer we'd all burn up a little further away we'd all uh freeze to death but we have seasons he orders the seasons man it's just an amazing thing and, and how people some people out there's like ah it just happened you know it just poof just happened it's just kind of crazy Anyway, I wanted to say something before I go on. Daybreak is, um, you know, we are live at like three different places simultaneously. And it, just like yesterday, I saw, a, 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 I saw Chastity made a comment. And then on my phone, I went to answer and I could not find that comment anywhere. And sometimes it's really hard me to find some of the comments now across the bottom of your screen i am scrolling that that is my phone number and just in case you know i ever miss your comment or you're trying to say something to me i don't want you to feel like i don't care or it doesn't matter to me uh that is my phone number and and always the best way to get in touch with me would be to text me or to give me a call we just we don't call a lot anymore but give me a call, you know, and uh, that way, because I literally talk to people from around the world literally every day. And sometimes it's hard to get all the messages and get responded to all the messages. And I never want anyone to feel like uh, that I'm ignoring you. And so that's why I put that across the screen this morning. That is my phone number. And you can always feel free to give me a call or if you want prayer about something and I didn't get back with you. Spiritual time. matters. No spam and no soliciting, please. <laughs> well, spam comes anyway, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, that's... Need, we don't need insurance or a burial plan or, you know, <laughs> any of that stuff. So, Anyway, I just, I just want you to know that I am available. To the best of my ability, I'll be available. Uh, sometimes it is hard to get to everybody but thank you for being here this morning and let's uh let's just say a prayer as we enter into this bible study father in the name of jesus lord we ask you right now be with us help us lord as uh as we have this bible study uh, stir us up lord as we read your word 
and as we talk about it, in Jesus' name, Yeshua's name, amen and amen. So yesterday, we, we are studying the words of Agur, the son of J.K., and this is part of those that were found. And as we have said both days, we do not know who this is. We have no other references to him within Scripture anywhere that we know of. But yesterday, as we were studying, he, he prayed a prayer that we all thought, boy, this is a good prayer. And he basically was saying, Lord, don't let me have too much that I forget you. And Lord, don't let me be so poor that I steal and profane your name, right? Let me, let me be content. Basically saying, let me be content. Give me enough, Lord. Give me enough and let me be a man of integrity. That's, and that was kind of the subtitle yesterday. A man of integrity who has enough. And when I say man of integrity, I mean person of integrity who has enough. Lord, us be, let us be content. And then we looked at, he says, there's a generation, and he starts describing this generation that we talked about yesterday of unthankful, unholy, ungrateful, disobedient to parents, don't honor their parents. And uh, he's describing this generation of people who just, they're, they're just, they're just ungrateful, unthankful have no care for how they got here, devour, and any, and it comes down to describing kind of like the leech, you know, always saying give, 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 give. We talked about the culture, and that, that, that's a culture that becomes a dangerous culture and a bad culture. And then as we come out of that, talking about that generation, then we ended yesterday with him talking about, he starts getting this section that we'll be continuing with, where he says, there are three things, yes, four. And he kind of gives a, a, just a list of things. It's kind of like he's sitting and pondering some things that are just kind of like, wow. Have you ever thought about that? Sometimes we as a family think about this, think about things like this. Megan will say, have you ever just thought about, and I think I kind of take this as what he's saying. He says, there's three things and four, and then yesterday, as we ended, we talked about things that never say enough. They're never content. They never say enough. And we ended with the fire never says enough, right? And that brings us to verse 17. Verse 17 says, The eye that mocks his father and scorns obedience to his mother, the ravens of the valley will pick it out and the young eagles will eat it. Whoa, that's rough. He's saying the eye that mocks, mocking is mocking is teasing or laughing. It's having a scornful or contemptuous uh, spirit about you. And the one who mocks their parents, who doesn't obey, has no honor. And I believe it was Chastity that talks about honor. What does honor mean in the context? And to honor your father and mother, it means to give them respect, to be appreciative of your mother and your father. Look, if you exist, that should, if you are here and you're breathing, that alone should give you some respect and gratitude towards your mother. 
Who bore you? Right? She had you. I've borne mine several times. <laughs> <laughs> she, she had you, right? And especially in the day that we live in, it ain't like she had to. Yeah. Right? Sure. So you have life. And your parents helped you live. And they fed you when you were a baby. You know, how'd you make it from the time you can't remember to the time you started having memory? Well, somebody looked out for you. Somebody took care of you. And that should give a gratitude in your heart that should give a respect. Even if they are not kind of people who could earn respect, there should be some sense of gratitude the very fact that you were created by your parents. Okay? Even if it's just by position only. But there should be this gratitude, and that's one of the commandments of God. And so, verse 17, basically, and I had that, I took that off, didn't I? I don't know why I took it off. The eye that mocks his father, basically saying vengeance is coming from the Lord. He, he's going to be destroyed. He, he's using a imagery that is pretty rough. Yeah, way to scare your kids. <laughs> be like, don't mock me, boy. I never, I never read this to my kids. I never read this to you guys. Like, this, this might be one that you don't. And you look what God said. <laughs> Mock your father. Crows gonna eat your eyes. Crows are gonna, gonna eat your eyes out. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we should. Ravens are gonna pluck you. And put it on the refrigerator door. <laughs> uh, young eagles will eat it, but, but it, what it's meaning is it's not gonna go good. You know, judgment is coming. It's, it's, you know, it could be eventually that, it's coming. That promise for long life. Yeah, you know, yeah, sure. And the crows are going to come <laughs> eat, your, no, eat your bones. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's what he's saying. Agur is saying, look, don't mock your parents. Yeah, it's, okay? It's serious. Don't mock your parents because, like I said, if, if honoring my father and mother brings me long life to dishonor and to mock them, is going to cut my life short, right? You want to ever think about right now? Just a, just a quick one. I was just thinking. Come on over here. Come eyes. on over here. Come on over here. Well, so I can see you. Well, but it's something quick. I don't want to like just sit over here. Uh, it talks about only the eyes. It doesn't say they're dead, right? The person isn't killed. It's the eyes. So maybe if you're mocking, have a mocking eye or a mocking spirit. You're not you seeing clearly, and he's going right. to take that seeing away. <laughs> Then you're going to have to walk around figuring things out because you ain't going to know what to do. It's better to respect your parents and learn from them. Amen. Or even learn from their mistakes. Like you're saying, if it's if, if the only respect you can give is they gave me life, well, then at least they gave you life, and that's going to help you feel more thankful yeah, and set you on the right path. So you kids have always yeah. done, all of our kids have always been really good at honoring and respecting us. What happened? How did that happen? I don't really... Yeah. Spankings. There's this direct correlation I've said between the fleshy part of the buttocks and the respect center of the brain. The I know. I, well, well, the okay, okay. It's true. We didn't say go stand in the corner. Dad actually whipped the kids. Some people today think that's horrible. I know. I, I horrible, terrible, awful. But uh, but. Bible says too. There's a lot of things the Bible says that people don't like. Is, not, is known by her children. I'm just saying. Yeah. There's well, now as the kids grow, punishment changes, though. You know what? 
my kids got too old for whippings, you know, and then it'd be more of the talking to. Sometimes I think my kids. Sometimes I think the kids would say, "I'd rather have a whipping than the talking to." Right? Would you just whip me and get it over with? I don't want to sit here for fifteen minutes and and I listen. Was, I'm thinking about the mocking. <laughs> now, I've never really quite understood the whole context of the Noah and his sons thing. But, you know, one of them was kind of making... Yeah, brought a curse on his life. Well, that's exactly what a guru is saying. Not on him, but on his generation. Right, that's what a guru is saying. It's going to bring a curse on you. That's what it's saying. It's, it opens you up for a curse. It takes, it takes protection off of you. Verse 18, 19. I spent a lot longer there than I meant to. That's okay. Yeah, verse 18 and 19 are kind of together. He says, there are three things which are too wonderful for me. Yes, for which I do not understand. The way of an eagle in the air, the way of a serpent on a rock, the way of a ship in the midst of the sea, and the way of a man with a virgin. It's very interesting here. It's, it's a... Interesting collection of things, right? Yeah, and, and, and a matter of fact, this is such an interesting collection. I, I did some... I looked at some different commentaries from a lot of different people, and basically nobody has uh, any good connection between the two to to combine them. So it seems to me, and I'm just going to give you my interpretation because it seems to me that he's just saying there's there's it's kind of like sitting and going, man, these things are kind of interesting. I, I, they're mysteries, and I don't understand them. There's a mystery behind it. And now I think of this, when, when we went to Honduras, just flew back from Honduras, it never fails when I'm sitting on an airplane. It never fails. That when we get ready to take off, you know, and we're running down the runway, and then, I, you know, all of a sudden it tilts. And there you go, and you just start floating on the air. And I, scientifically, I know, scientifically we understand it, scientifically. But it's still mystery. I mean, you know how heavy an airplane is? And it's just, you know, so he's, he sees this eagle, you know, floating in there. And I I've, I've, I've look at birds fly, and I, I think, man, that is just, it's amazing. There's something mysterious about that, right? And it may not do anything to you guys, but it does to me. I mean, I, I'm that way even when I'm on a plane. I'm like, this just blows me away how big of a vessel and how many thousand thousands of pounds it can weigh and yet it can just stay up in the air like that it just and so that the way of the eagle is to me he's just like i think all of these are like wow that's mysterious same thing a serpent on a rock what's a what's a snake doing a rock and, and notice all this says the way the way of an eagle the way of a serpent the way of a ship the way of a, a snake on a rock you know, a snake will sunbathe on a rock, right? They'll, it's like they're getting a suntan. They'll stretch out, and they'll just lay on that rock, and then you step up, boom, they're gone. You know, it's like, that's, that's mysterious. How, how's he move so fast? How's he, how's he stick to the rock, and then how does he move? The way of a ship in the sea. You think about, you think about the, the sea as a road, right, to, commerce and ships on the sea 
I mean, if, if, if we didn't have all these big boats bringing supplies, we get in a bad shape real quick. That's why everybody is protecting the shipping routes right now during all these wars. And they're like, no, you can't close off the shipping routes. You're going you're gonna to make everybody mad. Can't do that. But these ships are so small in the midst of a sea that is so large and the tempest comes. It's just mysterious. And, and the fact that, How? you know, you can put, just like you said about the airplane, a ship it, is a it's amazing. heavy thing. And the ocean is pretty, like, uh, unforgiving as far as gravity is concerned. I mean, you know, Jesus right. walked on the water, but not, you know. Amen. But a boat can go from one side of the ocean to the other side of the ocean. Amen. Um, it's it's another one of those things that makes your brain go, wow. Amen. And the last one, the way of a man with a virgin. Uh, you know, when you think young love or mystery or this... This thing that is within, right? This this thing that uh, it's just mysterious. The way God created us, God created creation with mysteries, and if we're open to just thinking about it, it's like it's how do how can you understand this? You know, this is just amazing. I think that's what he's saying. I actually wrote this out here to the left. I wrote um, just amazing. It's just amazing. These things are just amazing, right? All of them are amazing. Contrasted them with verse 20. Verse 20 says, This is the way of an adulterous woman. She eats and wipes her mouth and says, I have done no wickedness. And, of course, he's, he's using, you know, for the time period, an adulterous woman, but it would go for an adulterous man, okay? Thou shalt not commit adultery goes for both, okay? But we could even enlarge this in context. We could, I think you could enlarge this and it, and it is the same for any kind of sin that we decide to just have no conviction about, right? That's kind of what this is saying. Verse 20 is saying, the adulterous woman, she eats and wipes her mouth. She says, I have done no wickedness. I want to, here's what I, I wrote out beside this, no conviction. She has no conviction. And I want to say this to you and to us. Thank God you have conviction. Thank God. Praise the Lord that you have a morality. That even, you say, well, I've never, I, I, I'm not guilty of this. But you still have, because you're a believer, because you love the Lord, you still have a super conscience. And... And if you mess up, what happens? You feel conviction, right? You're like, ah, oh, Lord, I shouldn't have done that. Oh, Lord Jesus, I shouldn't have thought that. Lord Jesus, I should not be here. Lord Jesus, this is wrong, and I know it's wrong. Lord, forgive me. I want to say to you right now, if that has ever happened to you, praise God. Praise Him for conviction. Praise Him for a conscience that's not seared. The Bible speaks of having a seared conscience, right? It's numb. It can't, it can't feel. And this adulterous woman is a picture. It's a, it's a metaphor for one who just gives herself to sin. They go, I, I haven't done anything wrong. We live in a culture right now that goes totally against the Scripture. And not only 
does the culture live in a time where they are saying, I'm not doing anything wrong. But now it's creeping into false teachers and false preachers who even take the word of God and twist it to sear and help and help the culture sear their conscience. And God is trying to reach and say, I want you to come to me. I want you to come to me. And the culture is saying, you don't need to go to God. Don't go to God. Don't go to God. It goes all the way back to the Garden of Eden. When the serpent came into the wilderness, he said, did God really say, thou shalt not? Did God really say that? And so God is trying to grab a hold of your conscience and pull you and say, I, will, I love you. I want you to be with me. I want you to be with me forever. I want to help you. I want to heal you. I want to be your God. I want you to be my child. And the devil and the world is saying, don't listen to God. He don't know what he's talking about. Don't listen to the Bible. Don't listen to those stupid preachers who actually believe the Bible. Don't listen to them. They're just trying to hurt you. Thank God for a conscience that's not seared. Listen, I feel like maybe I'm speaking to someone that's on a fence right now, and you're, you're wondering. Look, look deep into your heart and deep into your soul and listen to the Spirit of God who is pulling and tugging at you. He's tugging. He's saying, come to me. Come to me. I love you. You ain't got to change to come to me. You just turn to me and I'll help you. Give yourself to me. Surrender yourself to me. Say, God, I want you and I want your way. I'm going to follow Jesus and then I'll give you my Holy Spirit, the Lord says. I'll give you my spirit and I'll cause you to walk in my ways. Any of us that walk in the good way, we walk in the good way because of the spirit of God that's within us. Can I get an amen to that? It's not us. Left to our own. You know, we're just like, everybody's the same. I still live in a body. I still live in a flesh and blood body that tries to pull me towards sin. This body that I live in is always desiring things that are against the Spirit of God. Yours is too. Now, as you get older, it, maybe it's not as bad, but there's, there's always this pull in the flesh and that's why by the spirit of god we're we pick up the cross jesus says yeshua says take up your cross and follow me taking up my cross means i'm dying to what i want i want to live the way jesus says to live i want to live the way he says to live and listen to god and don't listen to the enemy and don't listen to the culture you listen to god get along with god I trust God enough, I'll tell you. Just go somewhere, enter into your closet, like the Lord Jesus said, and call out to your Father which is in heaven. Stop listening to anybody around you, okay? Go somewhere, get alone, enter into your closet, and talk to your Father which is in secret. And your Father which is in secret will reward you openly. I don't know what time it is. I know I've went over I know, guys, but look, I felt the Holy Spirit lay this upon me just as I was speaking. And so that's, that's what I'm saying. Get along with God. Get along with God. Talk to God. So just, Father, 
Father, I, I want you, and I want you to teach me. I don't want to listen to the people around me. I don't want to listen to nobody else. Father, speak to me. Father, I'm coming to you. Lord Jesus, speak to me. Holy Spirit, speak to me. And let God minister to you. And I promise he will help you. Jesus says, and he will reward you openly. Amen? He will reward you openly. And remember, I want to throw this right back up. If you need to talk about anything, you need, you need to just share, you know, and talk about what you're going through, give me a call, okay? Give me a call. Listen, emails and text, uh, praise God, we can get a hold of each other that way, but we forget that calling, we can actually talk to each other, okay? God loves you. Yeah, and... Um, God loves you. How'd everybody do with their challenge? Oh, yeah, good, Mama. So, as we're getting off here, I know I went long today, but I really believe... I really believe it was from the Lord, okay? So how did you do with the challenge? How did you do with not complaining yesterday? Let's try it again today. <laughs> yeah, let's try it again today. Let's be thankful and content and happy because of all God has done for us, okay? No complaints. God help us, no complaints. Let's say the Lord's Prayer. We'll get off here. And let's just say, look, uh, 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 Sister Annie's uh, uh, child, we're praying for her son, uh, the, the son that she's been raising, uh, grandson, yeah. a grandson that she has been raising. We lift him in Jesus' name to the Lord. Sister Denise, who's having surgery this morning, I think she goes in at 9.30. The surgery's like at 11, a little after 11. Lord, we lift her name to you. And everyone who's typed in any prayer request, Nadine. Nadim's father, Jerry Lord, father. all of these, yes, we lift them to you in the name of yes, Jesus. Lord. We ask you to hear everyone that's typed in a prayer. Lord, pay attention to that prayer request. We're asking you in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus over them yes. that you'll help them and be with them and answer their prayers in Jesus' name. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. I love you, saints. Be blessed. Lord willing, I'll see you tomorrow.